This is a Soulfire production. You're listening to the Simply Be podcast, episode number 197. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Simply Be podcast. We are going to be talking about some real shit today. Okay, you guys ready to have like a real talk, real conversation? Okay, yeah, I, I heard that. Yeah, okay, great. We're going to get into it. So hello, welcome back to the Simply Be podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Zweig. I am so happy to be with you, to simply be with you on another solo episode. I love these solo episodes. I get to go so deep on real shit (laughs) and talk about things that I know I am not alone in when it comes to the struggle of being a human here on this planet at this really crazy fucking time. Before I get into what we're going to talk about today, I just want to thank you for listening. If you have not yet left us a review on Apple Podcasts, this show is probably the most important thing that we do as far as our reach and our message, just getting it out to more and more people. We also have such incredible guests who come on. Some are very well known. Some are more obscure. And when you leave us a review, it helps the show grow. And I really really read each and every one of them. They all matter. They make such a difference, not only to the show's expansion, but to my heart expansion. And I love hearing from this community. I know many of you guys are connected to me on Instagram and social, but to really see it on Apple podcast just really means everything. And so if you have just a few seconds or a few minutes right now, do it before you forget about it and leave us a couple sentences and five stars and We would just be so, so grateful. It really does matter. And I also want to remind you about the authenticity tour happening as we speak between now and the end of the year, once a month, we are bringing you free masterclasses, taking you inside of the Simply Be Magic, the Simply Be methodology and expertise on how to build an authentic personal brand that stands out in a saturated market, helps to grow your audience, create revenue, create opportunity by way of media and PR and podcast conference speaking placements, how to really use your personal brand inside of your company within your internal teams to truly drive a cultural success. These masterclasses are literally the formula that we impart on every single one of our clients that comes and works with us at five, six figure contracts in these free masterclasses. You really do not want to miss them. They are really impactful. They are super juicy and we are giving away some of our best stuff that we've never given away before. And it's me, Nora Shepard, who's our director of business development and Kara Hayes, our senior account manager at Simply Be, who is hosting these incredible masterclasses and you can sign up in the show notes. So head on over to simplybeagency.com backslash tour, or you can click the link in the show notes to get your seat at the next stop on the authenticity tour. Okay. So let's talk about Oh, comparison syndrome, comparisonitis. It's an ugly little monster that fucks with our heads. And I want to talk about it because I feel it and face it too. Now, I've actually had a real dark night of the soul, if you will, around comparisonitis in the last year, which has really taught me a lot about myself and has brought me back to myself. And it's sort of a rinse and repeat consistent lesson that I have to practice to keep learning. But I've definitely made some progress. 
And I want to talk about it. I want to open up and share, you know, just what I have come through and where it all kind of started. And so I guess, I guess I want to take you back, speaking of where it all started, to my upbringing, right? I am really blessed with the most amazing mom. I have to give Suzanne Zweig a huge shout out right now because both of my parents really honestly came from nothing and we grew up in a very wealthy community. And as my parents worked harder and my dad's business grew and my mom's you know, career grew, we created more wealth and opportunity than my family did. But it took you know 20 years for that to even happen. And my mom and dad raised my brother and I from very humble roots and a conscious awareness that everyone is just people and there is no better than just because you live in a fancy house or have a certain bag or look a certain way. And I didn't ever feel competitive with anyone else. Really, in many ways, because of that, my mom really taught us from the beginning. It was, you know, who we are that really matters as people, our light inside of us, our hearts, our goodness. You know, that's the greatest value in the world is that. And, and I didn't play sports. I was never inclined to compete in environments like that. I was actually a theater nerd, a thespian. So I was never really trained or brought up around the principles of scoring and winning, but more about feeling (laughs) as a thespian. And even in college, when I went to school for theater in a very competitive conservatory program, and I would audition for these plays every single semester against my girlfriends in my program who were going after the same roles as me, I never felt competitive towards them. If they got the part that I wanted, I was always a little course, sad for myself and disappointed, but happy for them. And that has really been a true principle in my life. It's why I love my friendships, the women I've magnetized in my life as my core tribe of girls. Like we are walking the walk of truly supporting each other and overflowing with our claps and our applause for each other when each other wins. And there's so much love and generosity in in my core group of girlfriends. And yet Instagram (laughs) the space, the industry, our peer group, our career tracks, or potentially our personal lives. But I'll speak for myself. The more sort of we rise and become successful, the more sort of outward peering as to what everyone else is doing kind of becomes part of the norm. And I will be honest and say that I never really felt a competitive bone in my body until I launched my book. So I have a book in the market. It came out about a year and a half ago. It was a number one bestseller on Amazon and women in business overnight. We beat out like Rachel Hollis and all of the top women in business books. It was a massive success. My publisher told me that it was very rare for an author to reach the numbers I reached, you know, as a first time author, I should say. And yet the book world is about metrics and numbers and racing and setting like benchmarks and goals to hit. And if you don't hit them in the eyes of the industry, you're not a success. And I started really watching what other authors were doing to, you know, grow their book launch and and make an impact. And most nonfiction authors that I at least know and are paying attention to are also female entrepreneurs with large platforms and podcasts and running businesses. And then all of a sudden you're just consumed by paying attention to everyone else. 
and measuring their yardsticks of success against your own. And guess what? It's all just made up yardsticks. And I find that Instagram, personally speaking, specifically has become just more and more of like a sea of garbage than ever before. (laughs) The algorithm sucks. I'm seeing the same people and not new people. But when I see the new accounts, it's not really what I want to see. Knowing that what I am seeing is everyone's highlight reel for the most part, right? That is social media, as authentic as I try to be. And as much as I love the space of social media and really try to you know, embrace it and teach it. And it's a core part of my entire platform business, revenue model, service offerings. Like we live and breathe on social media at Simply Be and myself, but it has definitely shifted for me as it's gotten more noisy and saturated and just really finding myself at times in places and spaces mentally that are in comparison mode where I am allowing myself to feel behind, to feel small, to feel irrelevant, to feel like my success isn't as successful as I think. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's had its moments of realness. I said we were going to get real today, guys. And I've really had to check myself, right? I had to sort of go within and find honestly a bit of levity and humor in all of it. And one of those moments of true levity and and self-deprecation and aha moment, if you will, on just kind of how ridiculous I have let myself become in my mind when it comes to comparisonitis was actually semi-recently, I posted a reel, okay, on my husband and I buying five acres of land in Nashville to build a home. And this reel blew up. It's one of my biggest pieces of content to date. Like it, it really got out there and the comments and views and just the return and impact I saw on this video that I shared of me and my husband kissing and crying and jumping up and down and popping champagne that we bought this land and we're so excited and everyone's so happy for us and everyone's crying with me. I'm like got the most beautiful community online. I love you guys. And the next day, after meeting with architects and builders and driving around Nashville and, you know, the 95 degree heat, both my husband and I were so overwhelmed and so tired and stressed out. And honestly, like questioning if this was even the right decision, we get into the biggest fight, the biggest fight that we have had in a while. (laughs) And Meanwhile, the comments are still coming in and the engagement of that reel is going up. And it was, you know, we're so excited and the house is going to be beautiful and all that to say. I thought to myself, wow, if only people knew this 60 second reel, literally a highlight reel, literally a highlight reel showing this beautiful, perfect moment and the reality of what is really happening in a person's life. There's no way that social media or a podcast or a book you even read or a speech you hear, when you are witnessing someone in a public domain, there's no way that you can have the full grasp of the dimensionality and the nuances of that person's full humanity and what's really going on 
under that scratching of the surface. Another aha moment I had was through a new connection I've made, this amazingly successful, I'd even call her famous online expert. And I just, I've been following her for years. I've signed up for her programs. I know her through the virtual internet and everything she does just turns to gold. She's just so crazy successful, eight, nine figure business, beautiful house, like picturesque looking team, life, husband. And we recently became friends. I met her through mutual connections. And in our very first like girlfriend date, she didn't even confess. She was just sharing honestly about her life. And she was telling me how she's got such extreme social anxiety and she doesn't have a lot of girlfriends because of it. And she's really introverted and feels kind of embarrassed about that because it hasn't served her. And she really wants to be in more community with women, but she doesn't know how. And can I teach her how to network and how to meet other women? Like she was asking me this. I could cry thinking about this. And it dawned on me just like, fuck, we're just all so human. I have another example of a friend who's a killer entrepreneur. She runs a massive national medical spa brand and tons of bricks and mortars, her own product line. Her life is beautiful. Her kids are adorable. Her husband is hot. She is flawless. She's always coming online, sharing value. And I saw her recently and she just was like, I fucking hate my team. My It's so hard being a leader. I'm so underslept. I'm like all of it, right? I can relate. And like, I laughed again. This is the medicine, is the levity, is the humor, is the sheer ridiculousness of how much we allow ourselves to compare to fragments. We are comparing our whole holistic, fully dynamic, nuanced, ever-evolving, deeply complex exquisitely unique lives that change and evolve minute to minute, hour by hour, every day of our lives to a snippet of what we see in someone else's. We are casting a comparison of all of us to a piece, a micro piece of them. It's wild. It's funny. It's crazy mind-bogglingly silly when we really think about it. And so I want us to really be our own medicine, healing ourselves from the comparison game and claiming our light again is a practice. It is a daily action of coming back to the truth of ourselves, to the truth of our lives, to the truth of what we know, and to the truth that what we see in this bubble called social media, podcasts, the industry, events, other stories we hear is not the whole truth. Not even remotely. I really have come to find as I have worked on my own spiritual growth and personal development and deepening within my own divine feminine wisdom, that levity, humor, 
lightness, not taking it all so seriously, and being willing and able to laugh at ourselves and at the situation has become one of the most powerful tools in my toolkit. And so if you're struggling with a comparison syndrome, like pretty much all of us do at some point or another, and you've lost your light or you've lost the perspective on just how fucking bright that light is, have a laugh at the sheer ridiculousness of the whole setup in the first place. Remembering that there is always so much more than meets the eye. And that includes you as much as those that you are looking at. So instead of peering out the telescope, close your eyes and go within, my friend. That's where the light lives. It doesn't matter at all how many people like it on Instagram or how many downloads your podcast got or how many books you sold. What matters, just like my mom Suzanne Zweig said, is the goodness, the realness, the kindness that you are. And if you bring that value to the table of your own fucking life each and every day, you will become, and in fact already are, completely and utterly incomparable. Because no one is that. It's no one is you. That's all I got for you today, my friends. Thank you for being with me here on yet another episode of the Simply Be Podcast. I will see you on the next episode. And until then, have a beautiful, beautiful week. Bye, my friends. Bye.